0: Hello and thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Wednesday, September 14th. Let's jump into this morning's top stories. Villanova AD Mark Jackson joins Playflies on the Fly podcast to discuss a number of topics, including the importance of mentors and the state of Wildcats athletics. In reflecting on his career, Jackson notes he jumped around the country between the NFL and college athletics, adding, This can be a really selfish-driven industry. When you're the athletic director, you're the guy in charge, you're the one out in front, you get to do all those things. But I think the impact and the toll it took on my wife and kids, God bless them, we stuck together and stuck through it, but it can be a hard business that way. I wish I could've been more mindful of the impact of that. When the Villanova job came up, it was collaborative. It was a much more family-driven decision. On the Villanova Athletic Department overall, one of our greatest attributes to all of it is retention, you know? We don't pay at the top end of the market, I'll be the first to admit that, but for some reason, people stay here. We're not a victim of the transfer portal, knock on wood. Our coaches stay, our administrators stay, our president went to school here and has been here for a long, long time. So, I think people take great pride in being a part of this community. Western Michigan AD Dan Barthalo May talks about the importance of engaging the fan base and the community, noting, We're seeing a lot of support in the Kalamazoo area, but it's on us to bridge the gap. We call it high-quality connections and that's why we're bringing in, country singer, Chase Bryant. We've got to give people a reason to be energized about Western and sometimes it will be us going to them, like the coaches' stampede we did this summer. But sometimes, it has to be them coming to us and the games and what we do around the games are part of that. Hofstra A.D. Rick Cole Jr. gets on conference realignment around the industry, the debate over media rights that is going on across the country is a significant shift that is impacting conference membership. Everybody continues to say, well, that'll be the last shift. It's not the last shift. I think some of the changes are so reactionary. We've made all these rules shifts, but there hasn't been a whole lot of strategy or talk about systems that can be sustainable. On culture and championship behavior i took a picture of our men's soccer captain last year after a game pushing the water cart the last person off the field i took that photo because you need to capture people doing things the right way a lot of times in organizations we only talk about things and capture things when it's not going well or when behaviors are not there i capture things like that because those are championship behaviors the Mercury News' John Wilner contends the Pac-12 should take the lifeline tossed by the college football playoff presidents via CFP expansion and adopt a more Machiavellian approach to increasing its numbers. Specifically, Wilner believes the league should consider kneecapping the Mountain West and getting creative with membership in both major sports. The first course Wilner suggests involves adding San Diego State and either Fresno State or Boise State as full-time or football-only members. The second option Wilner submits includes adding San Diego State, Boise State and Fresno State in all sports and SMU as a football-only member. Finally, Wilner notes the Pac-12 could add SDSU, Boise State and Fresno State in all sports, SMU as a FB-only member, and Gonzaga as a Hoops-only member. Gonzaga would instantly elevate the depleted Pac-12 basketball product and satisfy Arizona's need for a second powerhouse. The Zags are the best possible replacement for UCLA among schools that aren't currently members of the Power Five. Hello Kansas. College A.D. reports new Iowa COO Beth gets received a five-year contract, with an average base pay rate of $321,000, starts at $290,000, ends at $345,000. Retention and performance bonus opportunities of $25,000 in each of the first three years, increase to $30,000 in the last two years. If Gets chooses to exit in the first three years of the agreement there's a $50,000 lump sum payment, nothing in the last two years. The latest edition of Head Coach U is out, and this week D1 ticker and connects Brian Fisher and former BYU and Virginia Head Football Coach Bronco Mendenhall. Discuss what happened when Mendenhall took over as head coach for the first time, how he goes about establishing a culture, how he hires and develops a coaching staff, the importance of alignment with a school's administration and what he looks for in a program. Notably, so many emails or text messages will come after a game, anonymous numbers, and the content at what they say, the ability to manage crisis and keep your drama threshold at a really high level and represent your program and your players, and your institution at the highest level of human dignity, for everyone's sake, is at a premium. The very best advice I could give to a head coach is to make the post-game news conference unnewsworthy. There are masters at really saying nothing in the driest manner possible and they're really skilled at trying to then keep the focus on the performance, and not add other things that will be a distraction throughout the coming week. Thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T and 5 for Wednesday, September 14th. We'll see you back here this afternoon.